Chapter 2 of Billy Whiskers, The Autobiography of a Goat. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Talia. Billy Whiskers, The Autobiography of a Goat by Francis Trego Montgomery. Billy Whiskers Makes Trouble. The day after Billy Whiskers was sold to the Biggses, he was shut in the small yard to keep him out of mischief. Feeling lonesome, he thought that he would jump the fence and look around a little. He was getting cross-eyed looking through the palings of the fence, which were very close together. So, suiting the action to the thought, he vaulted over the fence, landing in a kettle of scarlet dye that had been left there to cool. When he got out of the kettle, the forepart of him was scarlet and the hind white. But he did not mind that, so after shaking the droppings from his eyes and beard, he was as ready to explore as if nothing had happened. Seeing the kitchen door open, he went up the steps softly and looked in. He could see no one in the kitchen, and smelling some nice sweet cakes, which had just been taken out of the oven and placed on the table, he walked cautiously across the floor and began to eat them. From the floor, he could only reach a few, so he mounted a chair and from that stepped onto the table. As he did so, he stepped to a large loaf cake with frosting on it. While kicking that off and licking the frosting off his feet, he caught sight of a nice red apple that one of the children had put on a small shelf for safekeeping. This he quickly packed away where moth and rust doth not corrupt. Hearing some noise, he was about to get off the table when raising his head, he faced another goat. But this goat must have come from the infernal regions for in all his life, he had never seen such a villainous looking fellow. Billy was no coward, so he backed off as far as the table would allow and then butted forward as hard as he could. A crash, a bang, and the other goat was upon him, and they both rolled off the table. Where had the other goat disappeared when he had butted him? And what was this thing around his neck? A looking-glass frame with little pieces of glass sticking in it. Backing out of the frame, Billy went in pursuit of the other goat, for he did not know that it was his own image he had butted in the kitchen looking glass seeing a dark hallway he went boldly in and walked on towards a light he saw at the other end arriving there he found that the light came from a window in the parlor he marched in still looking for his rival but soon forgot him in gazing at the things in the room especially a fancy basket of fruit under a glass cover now billy was very partial to fruits of all kinds so he upset the marble top table the basket was setting on and out rolled all the luscious looking fruit he bit into a rosy-cheeked peach but of all fruit he had ever eaten this was the most tasteless and tough it stuck to his teeth so he could not separate his upper jaw from his lower just then he heard voices and someone say susie i heard a terrible crash downstairs you had better run down and see what it was you may have left the kitchen door open and the cat possibly came in and upset something then he heard susie say all right mom he thought that if anyone was coming down he had better get out so he started on a run but the door at the end of the hall had blown shut and the only other way of escape was up the front stairs as he reached the top he saw susie who had been scrubbing the top of the back stairs throw down her brush preparatory to going to see what the noise was they both caught sight of each other at the same moment, and Susie thought the long, sinister-looking, scarlet-bearded face with the horns that appeared at the top of the stairs was the devil.
And with a blood-curdling scream, she threw up her hands and rolled to the foot of the stairs, upsetting the pail of suds that she had clutched when she felt herself falling. There she lay, too frightened to move, but Billy rushed on, trying to find a way out, for he commenced to feel that there would be trouble if he were found. Mrs. Biggs, hearing Susie scream, rushed to the door with her mouth full of tacks and a hammer in her hand, just in time to get butted into by Billy, which laid her flat on her back in less time than you can wink. As luck would have it, the shock made her open her mouth and the tacks flew out, for if she had swallowed them, she would never have gotten off her back. Billy Whiskers gave her one look when he saw what he had done and turned and fled back down the stairs and out the front door between the legs of Mr. Biggs, who was just coming in. And Billy, being a big goat, and Mr. Biggs, a short, stout man, there was not much room to go through. But it was the first daylight Billy had seen, so he gave Mr. Biggs a boost as he straddled his back, which helped him to fall off over the side of the porch where he landed in the nice soft bed of geraniums. As Billy was a knowing goat, he decided that they would not care for him after what had happened, nor look for him if he disappeared. So seeing the front gate open, he ran out and trotted down the road, and that was the last that was heard of him. His surmises were right. The Biggses never even looked for him. End of chapter two.